0: I have so many corms on my Alokasia Uh, Have you seen the movie Alien? No. Christine? Yes. Okay. Have you seen Wreck-It Ralph? Nope. Have you seen Van Helsing? Nope. Ah, shit. Okay, just picture you're, like, in alien space, and there's just, like, egg sacs all around. That's kind of what my Friday looks like if you were to dig up the root ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... You know, if you touch them, it'll just burst into a plant spontaneously. Oh. <laughs> not like a pile of goo sometimes? I mean, if they rot, they I would be a pile of goo, goo happen, yeah. <laughs> and then just burst on you like a pimple. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my egg. I had to cut all those leaves off because I didn't want to treat it for spider mites. And so I'm regrowing it and it's taking a while to like get back to its former glory. But I'm just like... Would it be easier to just dig up some corms and just start that way?
1: Maybe. That's what I would do. Uh,
0: it's also like... I found aphids on it, so it's also it has to. It can't go in the tent where the more light is. It has to stay out in the patio door, so that's also not helping. Blah. <sighs> Welcome to Rough Around the Hedges. Park. <laughs> what are you laughing at? We needed some laughter. Uh, oh. <laughs> Welcome to Rough Around the Hedges, everybody. I'm Kaylin.
1: I'm Christine. And I'm Mackie.
0: And today. We're all out of show content because we had to chat before we started recording. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, what's new with you guys? Today's a planty to chat, it's plan chat, so we can talk about whatever we want, like how inappropriate Kaylin is on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a performance review. We're gonna talk about you and how you've been oh, really bringing the podcast down, Kaylin. Bringing it down. <laughs> Down, down I elevate it explicit. to a whole new <laughs> level. You're taking us down to the explicit under. You bring us down a whole octave. <laughs> 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 Name that movie. Elf. <laughs> Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? My sister, who is, what, 27? Um, She'll be 27 in March um, when she calls me, or I call her. That's how she answers every single time. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Yep. Nice. And then I have to make up an answer. You have to make up an answer? I mean, I like to shake it up, so I can't say hot pink every time. You just say purple and see what she does. Pink and purple stripes. (laughs) Zebra color. Lisa Frank. Nah. Well, Uh, Christine, I was going to ask you if you'd help me repot my burgundy ficus after the recording. Tonight? (laughs) Yes. Mm. I just need you to hold it while I do the thing. I actually have to mix some soil, too. (sighs)
1: It's
0: drying out too fast. Mm. I don't want to have to repot it in... February, but here we are.
1: Hey, it happens.
0: Mm. Do you think it's a good idea to repot it before you leave? It's under a grow light. It's fine. Okay. Actually, that's why I want to report uh, repot it before I take off for my trip because yeah, then it won't dry out in the week and a half. It's going to be in between waterings. Yeah. And it's under a grow light. It's getting,
1: As I can say it should be fine for a week and a half, 14 hours. Right even now? if it's, even if it's bound, it should be fine. I mean, mine's bound, and it goes a month between waterings. <laughs> I lose a leaf here and there, but it's fine. But Kaylee doesn't want to lose leaves.
0: I mean, I'd be fine. It's a it's a tree. It's got leaves all the way down. Man, we're gonna do ficus. So I, like that would be fine. I just personally hate having to water it every week, right? Because I have to. But then also, you know, I repotted it. It's only getting worse. <laughs> I have to lift it up, put it in the saucer, and then lift it up again, take it out of the saucer, put it in a dry saucer. It's so heavy. Giving it a bigger pot. It'll probably end up being. The same size as the pot my Plumeria is in. Mm. It's not fun to lift up.
1: I should get a pot that size for my Monstera.
0: I've got some if you need them.
1: I might take you up on that.
0: Yeah, I you got a, a couple of big ones at Tonkadale last year. I need a plant hydraulic lifting system. Yeah. So that I can just bloop, bloop, bloop. And like the plant like a goes ch- up. Ch- chain hoist. Yeah. yeah. Or if I could get everybody on like a... Like a four-inch stand with like a four-inch tall saucer attached to it that I could just have oh. a little spigot attached to it. Mm-hmm. So I could water the plant in place, take the spigot, turn it on, let the water drain once it's done soaking. And then I don't even have to move it.
1: I'm surprised you don't have one of those like grow tent insert trays um, that you can just put a bunch of plants in and then just water them all and just let it sit. Do you know how expensive those stupid pieces of plastic are? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, Jordan was actually looking to sell two. Oh, I remember that. And I was going to take them up on it, but I was like, it's still $80 for a piece of giant plastic. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. But it was like essentially buy one, get one free.
1: Yeah. So. I don't really have much use for one. I don't do a lot of soil grows in mine, so I don't need to worry about that. Mm.
0: And my thing would be, I'd want to be able to take the water out of it. Once I've watered my plants in place in the tray.
1: I've seen people who put like, Raisers, risers underneath them and then they'll mm-hmm. drill a hole and put a little spigot in it I've seen people do that before
0: Yeah, I, I totally had an idea to make like a little watering table for the basement and I would get Brandon to do it because he is a carpenter and then my specifications would be we have to put a little spigot in it and then make it so we can like lift up one side so it'll all drain to the other side
1: I just want a drain table that I could just pump water into water everything let it sit there and then just drain it off and put it back on the shelf that'd be cool I was looking at doing something like that to make watering my collection a little easier, you know, stack everything on a table, flood it, mm-hmm. water it, and be done in like 10 minutes, but
0: it's not quite similar to what I have going on downstairs, but I have a big 25-inch saucer that I'll put my stuff in, mm-hmm. water it, let it sit overnight, put it back, and actually I have a little drippy thing. It's I, just a grid over two totes I, I, I use I those, things to let them drip dry.
1: I use a giant iris tubs that are meant for like, I don't know, they're probably like 24, 28-quart boxes. I use those to water in, and I'll just fill them up, and I'll bottom water everything let it soak for longer than I should, but it works. I mean, I I soak overnight. I've done two or three days at a time, depending on what soil I'm using. Mm. I don't do two or three days, but yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes things like, get away from if me. If you let
0: your plants in water, it'll die.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if, you're, if your soil is claggy and air-free, yeah, it will, but if you got a good there's, there's breathable so, there's mix. There's
0: like a couple little asterisks that should always be after- Yeah. After those things, because like if your plant's getting enough light, it's not gonna be a big deal if it sits in water for like, you know, two weeks. Sure, that might be make it unhappy. But like,
1: yeah, I've never had
0: issues the way I I do
1: it. I grow a lot of succulents and a lot of my stuff, I'll water and I'll sit in two, three days in that water and it'll be fine. And I don't have stuff rot on me hardly ever.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And when I do, it's usually unrelated to that.
0: Yeah. Something else going on. I'm really excited because I finally bought. The little attachment for my sink so I can shower stuff. I can attach a hose to it and use my shower or my hose head. Because I had questions about this. Yes. It's an attachment to your hand washing sink, sink yep. that you can then take your handheld sprayer nozzle with hose attachment to the tub mm-hmm. and water plants in the tub with said sprayer. Mm-hmm that's With, cool well it's the actual hose that i would use outside during the, the hose summer hose, yes yeah because my shower and bathtub are separated in my bathroom which is a conundrum for kaylin she couldn't fathom it for a while <laughs> i was like i was so confused because christine's like i have to get my water from the sink and i'm like it's a tub why don't you just hook up a different shower head and christine was like the shower is not in the tub yeah it seems like such a waste of space unless you prefer upright showers which I don't don't guess I, would. I don't know. It, it allows for a really deep tub, which is nice for plants. So I get to throw everything in there and use hot water to shower them, which is great. Mm. And shower them. So I they're would, actually I would, cleaned. I would give up my tub privileges to have a dog tub where I can wash my dog. Mm. The dog I don't currently have. My mom bought a dog tub that they can set up in the garage and then do it in there. Mm-hmm. It's like collapsible. I was, uh, came across a picture of a fancy house with in their laundry room. They had, like, an actual, like, built-in wow. and tiled dog tub. And I was like, ah, that's what I need in my life. <laughs> but I was like, the dogs I want won't even fit in there. So is it really worth it? That's not a plant. We're not talking about plants anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Any fun projects besides you need to repot repotting. your ficus? Well, I'm going to repot my tie,
1: too. <clears throat> see, what I've been working on is I've just been ordering seeds nonstop because... It's winter. I can't order plants, so mm, I order mm-hmm. seeds instead cuz they don't die. Right. Yes,
0: but seeds become plants. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you acquired some new seeds in my house today even.
1: Yes. Catnip. Along with a new order oh. today too.
0: Fun, catnip, cat mint, something unlabeled. Well, it's labeled, but it's a name I don't know.
1: Yep. Uh, I'll figure it out. I just got to google that name and see if it's a plant I recognize.
0: Yep. And then it could've it could have been something they like threw in for
1: free. So it might not even be something you want to do. If yes. I if it is what I think it is, I'll probably do it. But I'm not, I gotta double check first.
0: Yeah, let me know. I'd be curious. <laughs> I chopped up my El Salvador. Oh, uh, you do you were air layering it, right? Well, I was. Here's the problem. So I started airlaying it and they have been hard to um prop for me. Like they take a while to prop Weird. when I've done them before. Uh, So by the time I got like a tiny little spindly uh, root off of it, it had grown like six more leaves. (laughs) And I was like, I don't want to do this. So I just chopped it all. I took, I'm trying something new and I have my safety precautions in case this doesn't work. I took the top four most cuts and I put them in a tall container, like a ramen, not a ramen, a soup container, tall. Put LECA on the bottom. It has holes in the bottom. Put LECA in the bottom and then put it with moss with the cuttings and a pole so that they still have support while they root. And then I'm going to let that sit in water. Do like a reverse. It's like a LECA situation, but with moss instead to keep the moss moist. I'm going to see if that yeah, is successful. Yeah. Um, doing that with the top four cuts. And then I've got other cuts just sitting in water. And then I've got the butt cut. In worst case scenario, I can always go back to that. So... You don't have the lid on the deli container Mm because the stuff's coming out of it. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. We'll see how it goes. Oh, that sounds interesting. I tried to do something like that with LECA and I don't remember if it was moss. It it would make sense if it was moss. It ended up just keeping it way too wet. So I
1: was going to say, that reminds me, I got to do something kind of similar with my seedling anthuriums. I want to put them, I want to get them in dirt or soil. Sorry. I want to get them in soil and they're in moss right now. So I'm thinking I'll. Do a layer of moss on top of soil and uh-huh. just kind of let them root down into the soil. So that way there's not a hard adjustment. And they can just keep growing because sure. I forgot who it was was telling me about that. I'm like, that's a really smart idea. It was is it
0: specifically smart- moss over the top of soil?
1: Because Specifically moss over the top of soil and just be careful with your watering. Okay. And they're I, in therium, so I don't think I'll be able to necessarily overwater them too easy. Right.
0: I do something similar. I, I did. I duh. Because I'll just put like something that holds more moisture on the top of my soil when I'm propping. But usually it's just coco coir. Well, right now. I don't, do, I don't like to do moss.
1: Well, I started the seeds in moss. So like they're growing in moss. and I need them to grow in soil and I don't want to like. Mm, it wouldn't have been Katie, would it? It might have been Katie, actually. I don't know. But the seeds I got from Gabby. They're growing and they're looking fantastic, and I cannot wait to get them split up. Yes. I've got two picked out that I'm going to keep, and then the other two are going to go away.
0: My two seedlings from Gabby are still not really doing anything. <laughs> Just can't get anthuriums. Can't. I have pollen from Gabby in my fridge freezer.
1: <laughs> my recommendation for the seeds is put them on moss and water them with hydroponic water. Girls like weeds for me.
0: That's what I do. That's basically what I'm doing. Weird. Yeah. What kind of light are they getting? Lots. I mean, they're in my upstairs now, so they're warmer. Mm. But maybe that'll help.
1: I was going to say, yeah, that'd probably be the next thing. It'd be heat.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you have a heat mat? Mm -mm. Do you want to borrow a heat mat? Not really.
1: (laughs) My upstairs cabinet sits at like 85, 86 during the day.
0: Oh, nice. So it should be okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because I think my temps were in the 80s whenever I started my anthurium seeds.
0: Whose houses have 80 degree plant cabinets? Ugh, Mine. Mine. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, mine is just in that room in the summer. It gets about 80, 90 degrees just because Ouch. of my lights. Mm. My light situation is pretty intense in there. Finally maxed out that circuit all with LEDs. That's that's a feat. How that is embarrassing, embarrassing.
0: That is a feat? Yeah. Are we talking about feet now? Feet picks? Gross. <laughs> yeah, you don't give that away for free. Oh, somebody <laughs> did that. I think it was in one of the gardening groups. It was like a whole foot in a picture and I wanted to comment that. And I was like, that's enough um, to make
1: me pull my picture down.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I won't even post it if there's a foot in it. Cause yeah. One, you don't get that for free. And two, like nobody wants to I hate see that. like my toes just like at the edge yeah. of the picture. Well, like usually I'll have like, all will other have socks or slippers on. So like if you do see my feet and it's in my Shrek slippers, I will leave that because my Shrek slippers are sweet.
1: <laughs> that, that's how you tell if see. I'm like. That's how you tell if I'm, like, comfortable. You'll get a picture and, like, my toes will be in it because it's, like, I don't want to, like, <laughs> redo this picture because it's a nice picture. You aside can just, from like, that. like, do a little crappy crop. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes if you crop it out, I have to crop out a part of the plant, too. It just doesn't mm. work because of how I stand over things. Because You know me. I like to take pictures from above because like, it gets mm-hmm. the full structure of know. the plant. Had a lot Foot of people. From above, I had a lot of people <laughs> comment on those pictures, be like, "They're really nice. You take weird pictures, but they're nice." And I'm like,
0: <laughs> "Weird pictures?
1: Yeah. What's weird about them?" They just some people have brought up how I like to show off from the top mm. rather than most people show off from the side or at an angle.
0: Yeah, but if it's like a aloe or something, you want to see it from
1: the top, right? Yeah, and most people don't get that. Ooh, weird.
0: Um, see, like with my Aeroids I really can't take a picture from the top down because their leaves are facing a different way or they like sprawl out or like, it's just not their best angle. So yeah. <laughs> what? I'm dying at that regal shield leaf. So my regal shield has 14 <laughs> leaves and two inflorescences and it's tilting. Let's see what's leaf That's like four inches. It's tilting I mean. like mm, 60 to 60, 60 to 75 degrees. Uh, off from center, and so I'm trying to get the thing to tip the other way so I can have it growing straight back up instead of continuing at an angle because eventually it's going to fall over, right? So I turned the plant all the way around. There's been less light because it's winter, and the plant has been really slow to turn all his massive leaves towards the light, and so he was getting less light and probably trying to put out inflorescences, so he put out this wimpy-ass little leaf. It's so tiny. (laughs) It's probably... The size of if you just hold your hand out flat yeah. with your palm and your fingers, that's about the size it is. And then all the other leaves on the plant are just like massive fans. <laughs> so Christine's making fun of the wimpy. it's it's his yeah. um it's his lucky fin, right? I'm also realizing that I probably ordered too few sachets for my plant. The sachets, sachets, whatever. Um, you're supposed to switch them around, yeah, like once a week. and yeah. I just don't. <laughs> well, I don't think you're supposed to. you just can. Yeah, so that you can target like three plants within like weeks. Right. But like, I just put my little Californicus sachets on my plants and then leave them. And then in two weeks, I'll order more and then put those on whatever plants don't have any. <laughs> right. That
1: I reminds got, me, I got to order more sachets for stuff.
0: We're talking about beneficial insects to yep. eat our pests. For yeah. those of you who are unfamiliar with the sachets, since I think I can officially say I've, i I'm not like headfirst into the cult, but. After the success with the, uh, Crip- mm, Cripple the mealy bug destroyers, yeah. which I have one still alive, I saw a single guy hanging out. The, like, the bug or the alive? mealy? The bug. Okay.
1: The point with those is the bugs don't live; they lay eggs, yeah. and their larvae eat the mealy bugs. I yeah. think so. Like I had a massive. I, I'm cleaning up dead bodies from mine, yeah, but same. totally <laughs> worth it because I can't find any mealy bugs anymore. Same. So
0: I, I, I love that for you guys
1: so well. Yeah. Yeah, and you know me, mealy's are my thrips, So. I have been dealing with them for a very long time so the mm-hmm. fact that they're like almost gone I would say is pretty big for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have my californicus that are they eat spider mites. I find like little I don't know if they're exoskeletons or if they're just bodies, but they're like little white little legged insecty things. Is it thrips? No, it's it's not cuz you don't have the damage for it to be thrips. <sighs> That's a good question. Don't scare me like <laughs> I'm that. <not>. <laughs> Ah. I'm excited to get the kookamares for the thrips. And I read that they also can eat spider mites or will eat spider mites.
1: See, whenever I had thrips, I used uh, one of the mites. I forgot which one. One of the californicus or kookamares, whichever one of those. And then I also used lacewing larva. Yeah, I did. I got larva
0: too. So I'm hitting it both.
1: Yeah, I like to do lacewings almost every time because, like I said, I've always almost always got mealybugs and... I always find thrips on something, but thrips are, like, no big deal to me, so I don't get bothered by them like most people do. They don't
0: eradicate plants for me anymore. Um, I've learned how to deal with them or just live with them, I guess. But I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm going to try and eradicate them if I can.
1: That's what I try to get through to a lot of people is, like, if you have a collection that's more than, like, 20, 30 plants, long term, you have pests. Yeah, it's no, not an issue of if you have them or not. You have them. It's just, are they a problem?
0: And if you say you don't have pests, you're lying because you just don't know what to look for. Pet, <laughs> pest-free household. Not true. I have some lacewing eggs coming on Thursday. I've got larva coming. Nice. Can't wait. Yeah, I don't have, like, a horrible active. This, this, should, be, this should be my third treatment to get rid of those aphids for sure. Mm. And the this... only plant I'm actually a little concerned that they might still be on is my pilea. Because some of the leaves still have a little bit of damage, but I did check the newest leaves growing and they are damage free, so. They're expensive. What? Those wheelie bug destroyers also eat aphids. Gotcha. The lacewing larva the first time did a pretty good job. Yeah. And I got eggs just as like a for sure, for sure. And then since the eggs are cheap, I was like, well, spend $9 and pay some shipping and handling and
1: yeah, yeah, I used get to, some more. I used to get the hex cells and then I would mm-hmm. try get a bottle of the eggs too and I would... Mm-hmm. Have instant treatment, and then the eggs are hatching the next week, usually, or in the coming yeah. days, and starting to do their work.
0: So, got some lacewing larvae, and then the second round of bug ordering, I ordered eggs because they're cheaper. Yeah, and um, I got the smallest bottle, which because I only had like five plants to treat, which was a thousand, but they didn't come in mixed in any substrate. Mm. It was just like the straight eggs mm. in the little bottle, and one thousand lacewing eggs.
1: <laughs> it's not a lot. It
0: looks so. yeah It looks like maybe like a teaspoon of pepper. <laughs> is what it looks like in this little bottle and I'm like oh my god what do I do with what um but I I kind of fucked up when I was sprinkling them on my plants because how do it's yeah. I, I should have put it in like an actual teaspoon because sure. that would helped me judge it better um but I kind of ran out before I got to my last plant oh no. <laughs> so that's why my pilea is like I'm not sure I'm just gonna order another round just right. in case because I only had like Like, like one shake left for him.
1: (laughs) So, see, I'm not, I'm on an IPM break at the moment because I got to deal with some things that there's not IPM for and to deal with those, I need to use pesticides. So I Uh, just can't be doing the IPM with it because it'll kill the beneficials too. mm -hmm. But I know here soon, I'm about to have a spider mite outbreak. I can feel it. It's just like in your bone marrow. No, I'm treating with systemics to get rid of root mealies at the moment. Oh, so after every time and I do that, every time I treat with systemic, I always have a spider mite outbreak and I'm just waiting for it. I'm prepared though. Yeah. So
0: you could, uh, I was going to say get a couple of sachets just, but also that's not going to help anybody because they're
1: just going to die. I've got, I've got ways to take care of it. Yeah. A lot of isopropyl alcohol, plenty of that around.
0: Yeah. Just dry those suckers out.
1: Yep. I mean, it's nice when you can just attach a sprayer bottle head sprayer to the bottle and just start spraying stuff
0: that's what i want to think of doing now is getting the fertilizer diluter thing for my hose that's now inside and then i can just make watering like two minutes long it's gonna be
1: fantastic. make sure you get a good one i yeah. bought one of those that was just a cheapie it was like 15 dollars, mm-hmm. and the thing is the pressure builds up in the container and it just goes boom yep and then it'll just shoot across the yard yeah.
0: when mm. i'm
1: fertilizing stuff
0: i so i got whatever i brandon picked one up those up for me and i was really diligent to wash it out and like rinse it after every use mm-hmm. and to clean out the little trap so i don't know if that helps things or hurts things or maybe i was just being overly cautious and i don't need to clean it out but i did
1: yeah mine's been doing that since the day i got it it's just oh, a okay. uh, weird pressure thing with it if i turn it and let some of the pressure loose it works mm-hmm. just fine so i don't worry about it mm-hmm. Also, those things are great for, I know a lot of people like to put their plants outside and then they're like, oh, but I don't fertilize when it's outside because that's a lot of work. And I was like, get that's the hose attachment and just yep. that you use for your yard and just put your house fertilizer in it. And that's what I do. I yeah.
0: was complaining about it. And then you had, you just like, it
1: was I think a I just glowing grab- angel
0: coming down from above was <laughs> like, "Kaylin, use this. And I was like, that's exactly the fuck what I need. So it just makes so much sense. Yep. Got it. Used it. The only thing is I don't use hoses inside for the winter, so I'm mixing my fertilizer by the gallon like a comment
1: you don't <laughs> why don't you just do it in a five gallon but oh yeah I, I just mix my stuff in a five gallon bucket and use a transfer pump to pump it into my that's
0: i sent you that like a couple weeks ago i was like this is what you need oh, i thought that was a joke <laughs> no i was like you need this put your put that bucket on a little like wheelie stand thing carry it around and i roll still it like around. to the plants to the kitchen to water them though yeah, yeah where am i gonna fill up the five gallon bucket from the sink it's you get a hose gonna... attachment <laughs> for your sink. Oh, uh, it's going to take forever. It's the other thing I'm looking I actually, at. What I just did is I took the this, the aerator spray thing off the tippy tip of my um, faucet. Now the gallon jug can sit under oh. a low hanging faucet and then it just pumps water out and does it in like a third of the time. So <laughs> until I get a new sink faucet. But I'm like in the same this boat with you, not for all of my plants, but like my elbow that now takes a gallon of water each time I water it. I have a couple of plants that need three gallons of water.
1: <sighs> and I I usually make like three at a time. As I say, I run buckets of water, five gallons at a time from an RODI unit. And then I just use that. I always have RO water sitting around though. Mm.
0: You have a lot of smaller pots than I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I've got hundreds of them.
0: Can Brandon do plumbing? Just ask him to start putting some spigots around. I totally thought about how <laughs> logical it would be to put up like a little drip system and just be able to like stick my little just like, like to dudes in my plants and then just
1: turn it on. Have like you seen those yet? <laughs> have you seen those devices? They had these things that sit on the table and then they, you can put them into a reservoir and then the other end will have like a timer on it and you take the hoses and you stick it in your pots and it drips water into your pots for like, oh,
0: yeah, you I can set up that. like
1: watering schedules with it. And I was like, that is so cool if you've got like the setup for it.
0: They are cool. They're so and so, yeah i think it's like 160 dollars, and it can only do like four,
1: four pots yeah. yeah i was gonna say i could probably jank something together a lot cheaper and <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot more efficient than that though um,
0: like see all i have different size pots so like it's not gonna it, it would have to be i'd have to calibrate it per plant yeah which if that was my specialty, i'd probably do it but instead i just sew custom clothing <laughs> but, <laughs> as i'm sitting here in my new pants I do like those pants. Thank you um, for everyone not in my living room looking at my (laughs) pants. I made a pair of pants. I've been working on pants pattern for a while. Uh, Crotches are really, really hard to pattern because Mm -hmm. it's just fucking weird. And people have different preferences and stuff, and I'm picky. And so this is like the culmination of like two and a half years of trying to perfect the the pants pants pattern. And there's still some things I'm going to change on it for the next pair. But let me tell you, it makes my ass look fantastic. (laughs) No comments. See, I just buy pants because I can't sew. I haven't. You had... could sew. You no, sewed in college. No, 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 you no. You no. hated it. Did you hear, Didn't you saw me watch me in college? I can't <laughs> sew. I can't. I tediously tried. If you I ever cannot. want to try again, you know where to find me. <laughs> but yeah, pants are, ugh, crotches are just the worst. But I did actually, um, we are so off topic. I bought a pants fitting book called Pants for Real People. And uh, they have this, like, way of fitting stuff um, that I'm about to try. Um, but you, like, you do a tissue fitting where you just take your pattern paper and you only do one leg and then there's, like, some things you do and then you can just, like, fit it on your body with the tissue and then you you know mark lines on it where you're going to cut your thing out and then all of a sudden, boom, you make the perfect pair of pants. So I want to try that. Um, but it also has, like, troubleshooting. So, like, if you have greeting lines across the crotch it means this and you need to do this or if it's like you know digging into your crotch or your butt crack you need to like cut away this pattern piece of paper and so like oh uh, it's just like nothing is intuitive when it comes to altering pants patterns so like it's just the bane of my existence but i want to get better at it i am getting better at it but i could help you fit your own pants <laughs> so that i could practice on a different body I've only ever made one small. pair of
1: shorts sewing. And in, that was for a cosplay. No, it was oh, for it oh. was after high school. It was for a cosplay, and I'm never doing that again.
0: The, the one nice thing I like about making pants and shorts is that it is not a very intensive process. So you can, like, sit down for three hours and have a pair of pants. Yeah. Unlike if you're making, like, a blouse or a jacket or a top or
1: something. Oh, those sure. take a lot
0: more time. And so it's just, it's very efficient. I love that. I can make a pair of shorts in an hour.
1: That's quick.
0: Okay, back to plants. Have you seen my new billy leaf? Christine has a 17 inch by 7 inch wide. No, no. 20 and a half. 20 and a half inch long by 7 inch wide. Yeah, billy leaf. And it's putting out another one. That's insane. My billy's putting out a new leaf too,
1: and it's going to be a big one. I'm kind of excited for it because... The last one was smaller than expected.
0: Yeah. My Billy Leaf that I was excited for like two episodes back came out and it was not as big as Christine's and not as big as I expected. But hey, guess what? It's growing. We're, We're happy. We're happy. Maybe this will be the one thing I have over you. A big because billy. I gave you the bigger one. <laughs> Not to just, you, you're doing great. Your care, is, your care is wonderful, but I definitely set you up for success on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then the, the, the downside is the squirrel ate the fucking grow tip. Right. Off of mine, so that yeah, set, me set me back even further that's with this butt bag. cut, and I gave Christine the nice top cut, because sometimes I'm a nice
1: person. I don't even like my belly. I just have it because it's it's orange, and my husband likes to look at it. Mm.
0: <sighs> Does he like to look at all orange things?
1: Yeah, orange is his favorite color. Uh, Pink is ours. Yep.
0: Christine's is purple. <laughs> It is. I like purple. I like black. I
1: like gray. Did I tell you our tycons are putting out new leaves again? And then your anniversary
0: tycons. Our anniversary
1: tycons. And then his finally hardened off. It is like two centimeters larger than his previous leaf and he is over the moon about it.
0: (laughs) Did he measure that on his own? Yes, I love that.
1: He measured it every day for like two weeks until until he asked and he was like, "Has it hardened off?" I was like, "It's hardened off." And I was like, "Okay, (laughs) cool. I'm going to stop measuring it." I'm like, "Okay."
0: (laughs) That was me on my giant tycon leaf until I knew it was
1: 24 inches. Nice. I can't wait for mine to get that big.
0: Yeah, that's impressive. I need a new window for your tycon. Yes, that's yeah. They need their own rooms, essentially.
1: I mean, my tycons have their own light display area.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I have a giant Dracaena in the window, which I think I, I, I'm going to need to chop him. He's going to have to get smaller. He's close to the ceiling, but like, I don't want to because he looks nice. Is but he, also if I moved him to a different spot where he fits, um, I could use that little sliver of the window section right there to move the Ticon over. over. And then the regal
1: shield can get some more light. Yeah. Because so the taikon is shielding out all the light for the regal shield. I don't know how that dracena is growing so well. It's above the window now. Yeah. Not, not getting any light up there.
0: I mean, yeah, you can see how the leaves are smaller. Yeah.
1: This, is this, so my dracena, my corn plant, um, was
0: one of my six original plants I got from Ikea, $12.99. Uh, I put him in a pot that was too big for him in a spot in my apartment that was 20 feet away from the window that actually got no light. But still, he managed to grow a little bit. Um, and then do you see where his leaves stop? Yeah. I think it was last winter, the heat turned on at work where he was living and it like just crisped up all his leaves and all his leaves look like shit. Mm. And now his leaves, whatever leaves that are on there are all new leaves, but that would have been like how short he was like two winters ago. Wow. So now he's almost the top of my eight foot ceiling.
1: Wait, that was one of your original plants? Like your first ones?
0: Yeah. One of my original six. Damn. I can actually find a picture of him.
1: I was going to say, I still have my first aloe ever. My aloe vera when I was 15, I bought it. (laughs) Every summer I'd put it outside and it would toast up and die. (laughs) And there'd be like a stump left. And then I'd bring it in for the winter and it would just grow back. Oh, wow. Tiny little boy.
0: baby Trisina. (laughs) (laughs) He's in a six inch pot from Target. And he has like only three levels of leaves. So he's a small little guy. No taller than a stack of paper towels, it looks like. Or like a roll of paper towels makes me want to go back and look for my raven's Easy and uh musaica. Oh,
1: and here's my croton while I was killing it. I feel left <laughs> out. I literally just pulled all the photos off my phone and put them on the cloud. All 8,000 of them? Oh, wow. In the last 6 months.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I should probably go through and delete some maybe.
1: Yeah, I just like I don't want to lose my plant pictures. I have too many of them, but and I was running out of room on my phone. So I was like, I'm just going to move them. But mm-hmm. I kind of got half of them out probably. And then I just kind of gave up on it because there was too many. Yeah. <laughs> it was taking too long.
0: It was so cute how attached I was to my like original 10 plants. Yeah. And then I have just like charming pictures of them all like sitting in a row in the kitchen bathroom. Or I said that wrong. The <laughs> bathroom window. <laughs> nice. And like their little like three inch, two inch, four inch, four inch pots. Just little charmers. We have a parallel peperomia, triniscantia, the purple zabrina one, a pilea peperomies, and a curly spider plant. Nice. Yeah. Little cuties. Taking pictures of them because I'm proud of them. Oh, and there's a pothos. Looks like I was killing. The jade I was <laughs> definitely killing.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: The plant Um, is not alive. Hey, I bought the plant originally in March, and that photo was from October, so it didn't get better looking, but (laughs) it didn't die immediately either. And then my apartment window, I had a whole row of macrame to keep the cats out of the plants, Mm -hmm. and seeing some of my original plants and all the macrame, like I have a mimosa pudica, Burrow's tail, Mizu, the Dorotheanthus.
1: Do you ever miss the days when you had a small enough collection that you could do fancy pots for all your plants?
0: I mean, I could technically still do that now. I just choose not to. I kind of do. I have amassed a large collection. I have, like, uh, flip-flopped so much between really cute, like, eclectic, fun, different pots for everything and just versus just, like, black and white pots. And I'm currently in a... Only black and white pots phase.
1: If I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I i am only have space for nursery pots. Yeah, so, so like, it's
0: really only stuff that's in LECA that has the black or white pots. Everything yeah. else is just in a nursery pot.
1: I don't know. Every now and then I like to buy a nice little pot and I've been, I forgot what plant I was looking at, but there's a, there's a, I want a pot with eyeballs on it for this plant. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Can't remember what plant it is though.
0: Wasn't it your lipstick plant?
1: No. We were talking about biblically accurate angels and putting it in a <laughs> pot with a biblically accurate angel on it yes. as like...
0: And then we got distracted Yes, and I offered up googly eyes and you were like, I don't know if I want googly eyes. And you never got back to me exactly. On I don't that.
1: like, I don't really care for googly eyes. Well,
0: that makes one of us. I fucking love them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Well, you think if you love them, you'd have them on more stuff. Googly eyes? Yeah.
1: She has them everywhere. It's just a matter of like looking and finding them. At least that's how it used to be. As I say, I see none in this room.
0: Now I'm going to look around and try and find googly eyes.
1: <laughs> As I say, wasn't there some on a bat around here? But the bats have Christmas hats now. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I did put googly eyes on some of the bats, but I thought that was at my old apartment, not here. Mm.
1: No, I think it was more like in your kitchen area because I remember distinctly remember seeing bats with googly eyes, and I was thinking like, "Yep." Or that's was it Kaylee. the birds?
0: It's the bird. It's the oh, birds yeah, on yeah, the yeah.
1: wall over there. That might be it too. It's
0: the hallway between. Well, the hallway where the bathroom is. There's some paper birds on the wall that I also left up for Halloween, <laughs> and some of them have googly eyes. Birds for Halloween decorations? They're like little ravens. <laughs> oh, and they came. I bought <laughs> them for like ten cents or something. They were clearancing them out. I like how your TV has a Santa hat. It fell off a. I had a, I had a, I had extra Santa hats. It was a thirty pack. <laughs> I have a lot of bats and a lot of Santa hats. <laughs> uh, I did have put some googly eyes on my variegated string hearts mm. and my pothos, my marble queen upstairs that's on the wall in the bedroom. But those leaves have since fallen off mm. because for some reason those googly eyes ended up. On a propagation vase that I had to glue because it cracked. So I did recently, this weekend, just toss those in the garbage. Gotcha. I was keeping them. I was going to reuse them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not true googly eyes, but that Yip Yip Martian has yeah, yeah. googly shaped eyes. Yip <laughs> Those are my favorite characters on Sesame Street. Did you make this? No, I bought it with my birthday money last year. That gotcha. shit's crocheted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody on Etsy makes out. them
1: yeah. in Wisconsin, and she undercharges by a hell of a lot. Mm. Crocheting is fun, but it's tedious.
0: Yeah. that's a, This looks like a quick project, though. Mm-hmm. Get it done pretty quick. It's a thick stitch. I have a Yip Yip Martian that's supposed to be like a plastic bag holder. It's pink. It has ping pong eyeballs and a green pipe cleaner antenna. Have you put plants in it? I thought about it, but I really just love him as he is, and yeah. I don't want to stretch out his mouth. That's fair. And then in here, he doesn't get, like, direct sun, so he doesn't fade. <laughs> you know, if you really want your alien to grow, you should put it in his south window. I don't have anywhere to—I have nowhere to hang him in his south window. I don't have any plant bars or curtains in my south windows. You could probably just do, like, a command strip. <laughs> yeah, fine. I should get another one in a slightly larger size and hang them next to each other. Yeah. They can be a family. Yeah, I have this uh, in my bay window, which is like northwest facing window, which is supposed to be a west facing window. But the house is at a slight angle and where the sun sets, it's definitely not straight out from the west facing window. So it's a northwest facing window, but it's a bay window. It has five windows and I have this great little plant bar set up in the bay for hanging plants there. But there's it's not no actually light. great. Yeah, It's too far away from the window and with the angle of the sun... It ends up being not worth it. So yeah. I don't even really put plants on this window. And it's almost too short or too narrow for you to try and put if you were to get another, like, Highland. Highland? Is that the street Yes, I thought about it. And I would do that in the middle of the the bay. Sure. Which, if they ever... If the Highland, the track light, the Soltech Highland track light I have in the stairwell, if that ever moves, it's going there. Yeah, it'd be a good spot. Mm-hmm. Or if they go 40% off again, maybe I'll buy another one. Because yeah. then I could put the whole... I could put a bunch of plants in the bay window. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just... Toured in the house, and, like, there was sun coming in. And I was like, oh, this will be great. But then the tree outside grows leaves. You don't get any light in this window in the summer unless it's, like, right up against the window. The very, like, first, the bottom foot of the window will get, like, some sun. Mm-hmm. So you can grow, like, begonias there.
1: That's how a few of my windows are. In the winter, great light. Come spring and summer, no light mm-hmm. whatsoever.
0: Um, Last year, in the winter, I overwintered my rattlesnake calathea and my stromantha trio star. In this window, probably with begonia. I'm not sure. The plumeria was not here last year. No, he was. He was sitting where you're sitting, but he didn't have any, you know, I was, he was dormant, so I didn't worry about him. But those guys, they were fine. The, the Samantha was happy. The Calathea did its thing. Um, definitely got enough light in the winter, but like you see this big five pane bay window, and you're like, ooh, great for plants. And then you move into the house and you're like, mm, not great for plants. Mm <laughs> hmm. Very disappointing. Yeah.
1: That's going to be the hardest part of getting a new house for me is like... You're going to judge it based on
0: plant availability. Yeah. You almost have to.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, so much of my stuff's kind of independent of the light from the windows just because I do so much under lights. Mm -hmm. So I guess I wouldn't be too worried, but like, it's still nice to like know what your windows get before you move in. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be kind of difficult because you only see like... Right. A snapshot of it throughout the year. Well, and like I saw... This window and i was like this will be great it's west
0: like you know it looks like it's west facing and then you know you live here long enough and you realize the sun sets in the
1: corner not straight out at least it kind of like sticks out a little bit so you get some of that side a little
0: little bit yeah
1: um (laughs) where my two south facing
0: windows are they were just walls so when we toured the house i was like brandon if we get this house we were putting in two south facing windows you are signing up for this if we put an offer in and he was like yeah that's fine He came through, took like five months to get him in. I was going to say, I remember
1: when you got your second one in, that was pretty fun.
0: Yeah. Second one?
1: Well, whenever you finished putting them in. Yeah, the windows came in at the same time. Yeah.
0: Is there electrical here? Um, If there is, Brandon didn't want to go down any lower with the size of the window. That's why I was asking, I was going to ask, is there a reason why you didn't pick Floor to ceiling. If you're putting windows in, why didn't you go for the full? Uh, you know, I tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Brandon came in with his uh common sense. <laughs> and he was like, we're not doing floor to ceiling because I'm not putting, like, if there's any electrical, I'm not rewiring it right. or having someone come in. And um, I forget. There was a reason why we didn't go further left and right mm. with a wider window. But I was like, OK, I'll compromise because on the left and the right side in the living room. Like, I want to put up, like, floating shelves with, like, a little cabinet. Hmm. Built-in cabinet. Haven't got around to that project yet, but. Right. That one, the um, the AC unit is right outside the window. Uh. And so if we went with a bigger window there, then you have to sit and look at that. So right, I was right, like, right. whatever, it'll be fine. But the window we're going to put on, on the east wall right there is going to be the same size as that one. Hmm. And then I'll be able to have east-facing hmm. window. The only downside is there's an ash tree on the other side of that window that will get bigger. And block my light, <laughs> but ash trees got about a twenty year lifespan. So,
1: and say less. He's already so. probably got like eight years on him. Oh. I'd say probably less so with the Emerald Ash Bore, Probably we treated we got. him.
0: Oh, we medicated him. Nice. And I have to do it again this year. It was only about ninety six bucks. Not bad. bad. Treat your fucking ash trees, people. Ninety six a year. That's yeah. And that was a small tree. So if they had to pump him with more chemicals, I'm sure it would cost a little bit more. But I don't like. That the emerald ash borers eat the trees and then you have to cut them all down. And then that's just a waste of a tree. Right. So I'm going to
1: treat him. You do what you got to do. Speaking of
0: emerald ash borer, we swept at plant trivia last week. (laughs) (laughs) Kaylin, Christine, and our friend Tom went to plant trivia at Urban Forage. And there was one other team that showed up. And they like plants, but they didn't like plants as much as us. I
1: was going to say, almost every time we've gone in the past... It's always been either our team or one of us. Like Well we, there
0: was the one time there we, were like we had three see us see of us split. and we all split up. Yeah. So we got first, second, and third. <laughs> we
1: were a team of one. That well. was funny because like you had me beat for like what a minute before I was like, wait, my answer was right.
0: <laughs> he Jeff, the owner of urban forage and the one who writes the trivias not that he knew we were coming but he was like he should have assumed we he was coming. like i you know mixed it up a little bit and i have a whole section on minnesota natives and we just handed the sheet over to tom <laughs> tom just started writing everything down. tom knew all the answers i think we got nine and a half points the second yeah, round he couldn't get the species on that i can't yeah, there was remember one what the question species was. he didn't know uh, but yeah, we knew none of that. <laughs> we're 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 good at houseplants, but Tom is good at like obscure plants and native and outside things. Yeah, the last section was the one we did the worst on because it was all of the bugs. Invasive. Oh, we did we got seven points. Yeah. We uh, did, yeah, we, but we did better than the other two. But it wasn't as quick as like well that one, that one, yeah. that one, that one. Well, yeah. Jeff said he recycled some of the questions from before. So he's like, you might have heard these before. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, one of these days we're going to walk in there and he's going to like see us walk in and he's going to pull out a different sheet with different questions. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm prepared for this. We need a hard mode.
0: <laughs> I mean, if I was doing that trivia alone, it would have been hard mode because I would have sure. gotten all 10 right in the first round. And like,
1: you know, maybe one or two in the next two rounds total. Like, right. I'm useless. But... Yeah, I was sad I couldn't make it, but stuff happens Yeah,
0: yeah. life. There will be more. Yeah. I
1: was going to say, this is the first time I've missed trivia, I think. The Mm -hmm. plant one? Yeah.
0: Besides, like, the very first one that no one came to. The one we wrote.
1: I didn't even know about that one. Right. That That was a while ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, okay, so that's that's something I get sad about when there's plant trivia. And you're like, oh, houseplant group. Come to trivia. And then people are like, oh, that's really cool. That's exciting. Like, hey, friend why don't you come be on my team? And then they're like, oh yeah, let's do it. And then you get to the day of and like two people show up in addition to your friends. And you're like, where is everybody? Right. Sad
1: panda. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like the plant and plant event world is now starting to shrink again and get back to like normal levels.
0: See, I don't know what normal levels are because I came into the, like the social plant community during the pandemic. Right. So like,
1: it's usually a sad, lonely world for me. But like now that I've got like this group of friends, I'm like, yes, but even now I feel like the friends shrinking a little like I'm seeing people drop off. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. it's about time for that to start happening. Yeah. We sad, but it happens. We're not we won't talk too much on it yet, but we were talking to Jeff about
0: having a pretty big event come spring at Urban Forge. Well, that'd he be has fun. space for we're vendors pretty big, yeah. outside cuz they have a really wide front sidewalk and an alley space.
1: Depending on when we have when we do that, I might have stuff to sell. Right. Mm-hmm. A Maybe we need table.
0: It- like, an actual, like, wrath event. Wrath around the hedges. Oh, houseplant podcast-sponsored event. That'd be cute.
1: Yeah, I like <laughs> it because,
0: you know, people can show up and they can do a little shopping, do a little swapping, have some handcrafted beverages. Yeah. Hang out. Have a pizza it's if you super, want. Yeah, it's super
1: chill. Yeah. I really like that urban forge because...
0: Oh, yeah, we could even get a food truck to come. Oh, and I love Jeff because Jeff has plants. He grows a lot of garden stuff, but he has plants, houseplants, too. Well, like the whole thing of his business is he harvests fruit and you Local know stuff locally stuff, yeah. to make like his ciders. Like, yeah. he uses Minnesota apples that people like, and even Tom. Tom has pear trees. He has way too many pears, so he donates. You know, like two hundred pounds of pears every to year. Jeff. I every and year Jeff I've, turns and makes that into cider. Yeah, or wine.
1: Every year I've had pears for him. I always email him when the pears are ready, and it's always too late. He's already got um, enough, and I'm like, yeah. damn. But yeah, I'm trying to get on that donation because like we have a pear tree out front and it just it gets the raccoons drunk and we would rather not have that happen.
0: <laughs> Ma'am, you're drunk. Go home. This is a wendy's
1: there have been times where we've literally like gone out on our driveway and there's one time there was a raccoon rolling backwards just across my driveway and I was like, what the hell? It was just blatantly drunk. <laughs> There's another one out by the tree just kind of like laying there. I'm just like, this is not normal. See, you can't take that away from them. We have, we have video we have videos like many videos saved from our security cameras of just drunk animals in our yard. Funny. That's funny.
0: You could also like tell your plant friends to come get some pears.
1: They're not edible. They're oh. they're great for cider, but they're not like edible pears. What about are they are they European pears then? I don't know. Okay.
0: So you yeah, so could
1: you bake with them? I have no idea. Okay, I I mean, you also
0: learn how to make cider, which is actually really easy, don't you? Just take you just take like organic juice with no preservatives, and then you add yeast, and then you let it brew, and then you. I've brewed beer before, guys. You wouldn't even have to go that far. You could go the mead route, which is just honey water. I was
1: gonna say none of that really. You need
0: yeast. (laughs) Mm, I don't think so, because the yeast eats the sugar in the honey and then poops out alcohol. Yeah, you maybe okay. I had looked this up forever ago. I don't remember. But I was gonna say I was was, there. Oh god, it was during my beer brewing phase. (laughs) I was talking to somebody about getting apple cider and like all you have to do is just take your apple cider and it has to be organic and then you add yeast and then I think that's it because they were like you could also just like go to the co-op and get like organic juice and just add yeast and make booze.
1: I used to have a sibling who would make apple mash and then put that with water and they would ferment it in my closet. Your closet? I had the warmest. My room was above oh. the furnace, so like right, and that closet was optimal for fermenting stuff. So like, I Ooh, was not allowed. Be our bedroom. I was not allowed to put stuff in my closet because sh- they were using it for their experiments, and I was just like, "This sucks."
0: Experiments, <laughs> is their hooch operation is what.
1: You- worst part is, it's like my father knew what was going on. He was encouraging it. And I'm like, it's my closet.
0: <laughs> Matt, he doesn't need a closet. <laughs> Mackie, the family wants the hooch.
1: <laughs> I'm the only person in my family who doesn't drink. So, uh. like, that didn't do me anything.
0: <laughs> you should have been like, I'll trade you. You can have this closet. I get to put my stuff in your closet and see how they like it. Or at that point, can we just swap bedrooms? Mm, that's a good point. Depends. Yeah. I always dreamed that my family would move into, like, a giant mansion like they do on, like, cheaper by the dozen. And then as the oldest child, I would get first pick of the bedroom. And I would obviously pick the one with the cool turret. <laughs> Turns out that's not a life experience I was meant to have. (laughs) (laughs) One, you don't have a dozen siblings. No, also my parents, you know, they live on a farm. The house isn't going anywhere. Right.
1: I haven't built one. But I was going to say, the thing about urban forests that I really like is they have options for, like, if you don't drink. Mm -hmm. So, like... We ever have trivia there? That'd be fun,
0: yeah. They have the butter beer, there's yeah. Some, yeah, they have the this stuff. time. They have some thc, THC stuff. seltzers, ginger alels. Um, what was they? They had, I guess, it was a wine slushie. Never mind. Sometimes they have a wine slushie. yeah. It's been a while since they've had that, yeah.
1: Because I was gonna say that's always been the biggest problem is like people want to go out and they invite me, and it's always like drinking, right? Okay,
0: do you drink pop?
1: <laughs> I do, but I don't like to drink a lot of it.
0: Yeah, the sugar gets to me. There's some places that have, like, craft cider or craft pop, and I think oh. that's really cool if you were a person who drinks pop. Right. I cannot handle the sugar in pop, so I can't. I
1: was going to say, I have a problem with it with making my teeth feel funny. like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sweaters. <Ooh>. Yeah. Spiders? <laughs> sweaters. I always call it that my teeth feel like they have sweaters when I have too much sugar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's the downside of growing up and having less. Because I pretty much grew up on sugar Yep. in a bad way. Yep. And... Now I've weaned myself off sugar so much that, like, I love root beer. I love root beer so much. I would sit and drink root beer day in and day out. But it's a special occasion thing. (laughs) I can't even finish a child-sized root beer from Culver's
1: (laughs) without getting a sugar high. The other thing about pop is, like, I like it for the bubbles. It hurts my throat in a good way, so I drink it for the bubbles.
0: (laughs) You know, you can just bubble water now.
1: That's disgusting. (laughs)
0: You are correct.
1: I've, oh. I've done that. I've had that. I do not like car- yeah. carbonated water. I do. Yeah, no. I Gross. did. I
0: don't like the. My grandma used to drink the, probably still does, the Clairbrun brand. Mm. Can't stand it. It's just it, your nasty bubble water is exactly <laughs> what I think of when I think of that. But like La Croix, not so bad. La Croix? <laughs> I knew that would annoy somebody. Well, that also tastes disgusting. It's not as bad. No, uh, Brianna really likes the coconut flavor one. Ew. My boss is like, that tastes like shampoo. And I'm like, you're not wrong, (laughs) but I can at
1: least stomach it. I had one of those uh, caffeinated seltzers that are like called Celsius or whatever. That thing was like 90% sugar, I swear. That was the only reason I was able to drink it. Mm. And even that was like a lot.
0: We could tie this back into plants. How we're talking about what plants we're gonna grow to turn into booze? Put your carbonated water in the plants to give them mm. a little lift.
1: We I was gonna say I, I could trees. I could turn it to plants without going to booze because <laughs> <laughs> I've got plenty of alternatives there. Um, we
0: have five fruit trees, but we have to I have to get those special bug nets. The Japanese beetles just decimated all uh. the foliage, so I need to.
1: Why don't some... you just sew like mesh bags to put over the fruit?
0: It's not the fruit. It's the leaves. Oh. They eat the leaves, and then the leaves go away Can't because they've been eaten by bugs. I was going to
1: say, no, no leaves, no fruit. Mm. Yeah. So,
0: um, we put them in la- two falls ago. So, last year was their full, first full-growing season, and we learned about... Like, Brandon did the, the spray, the Dom dish soap. Mm-hmm. Did it diligently. It still didn't work. So, I've seen people with, like, the really fine mesh bags that they'll put around their tree. And so, I'm going to have to do that to keep the bugs out, because otherwise... If they're never going to get any foliage because the bugs are going to eat the foliage and then the plants are just going to die because it right. can't photosynthesize. It's like, that's just, I can't have that. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Stupid bugs. Are your trees all apple trees? Two apples, two plums, and a cherry. Also, we ended up cherry taking- trees grow up here. Yeah. They mm-hmm. fruit up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the neighbors have two cherry trees right across the cul de sac. Uh- Figured it would be a little too cold. And they have some zone four things. Sure.
1: You'd be surprised what grows in zone four. We yeah.
0: Have, we have hardy well, We're in zone five B now.
1: Yeah. I was looking at that <laughs> and figs. Even for the simple like figs, there's still a lot of work you have to do. And I'm like, that's not growing naturally in Minnesota. Right.
0: And again, like that's the thing because my dad really wants pecan trees.
1: They have some that are hardy to zone four.
0: Yeah. You just have to. Yeah. He's he's been doing a lot of research on it. And I was like. Do you guys have any microclimates on your parents' property? No, where it would stay a little warmer? No, not really. Not where it could grow well. Mm-hmm. It would need to be out in the open, um, but yeah, it was a yeah, it would grow here. whether or not how easy it would be for you to fruit it would be a whole other thing, um but yeah, he also wants to grow some hickory trees and cannabis, not, so would, not anymore. He just oh he was about thinking it. about renting out land. no, he has land, and he did the math and he was like, I could easily. You know, make quite a decent chunk of change on this land if I did that route. But he's going the Egyptian wheat route instead. What's Egyptian wheat? It's heritage wheat. It's like the original form of wheat before we started growing. What do you use that for? Just real nice, dense, hearty breads. He's oh. got a whole, he's starting a cookbook too with it. He's made some pancakes. He's made breads. So he already grows some of it? Mm, he hasn't been growing yet. He's been buying it to see what he can oh. make from it to see if it's actually So is he going to have worthwhile. to get a wheat harvester then? Yep. Or a miller, Um, which you'd be able to find. Hmm. I suppose you can just get a different head attachment for like a regular combine. Because I'm pretty sure I saw that you can harvest wheat with the gleaner that my dad has. Yeah. So if anyone's looking for some super... You know, organic-y, healthy, bougie flour to make (laughs) your complex carbs that are way more super foody for you versus, you know, all the sugars and stuff they add in other stuff.
1: Head up, Steve. I was going to say, that sounds like fun to cook with.
0: It's really good bread. He's made it. It's super earthy and, like, nutty and super dense. I like it a lot. So what is that, Egyptian wheat? Yeah, heritage wheat, Egyptian wheat. There's a few—there's, like, three or four different um, strands, species, whatever, that he's been— Trying out to see which one he likes the most. He did a Turkish one and an Egyptian one. And then the heritage, I can't remember where that's from. That's cool.
1: Yeah. I love people that grow heirloom stuff like that. Yeah. It's so cool. That's the kind of stuff I wanted to get into is growing just the weird stuff that people don't grow anymore. Right. And when I get more space, I think I will do more like outside stuff. But that's just always what's interested me. is like the weird foods and fruits. Like I really want to grow um, a pawpaw here. Oh. But I don't know if that's going to work or not, but it's worth a shot, I think.
0: What's a pawpaw?
1: It's a papa It's like, what's it like? They're giant, they're, like, the flesh of a banana, mango type thing. They're soft and squishy. They're, like, pudding almost.
0: What's the heart? What's the outside of it like?
1: I don't remember. It, it looks... Fleshy
0: like a tomato or it, hard, like a melon?
1: I don't know. It grows on a tree, so... It's, but they're big? They're big. They're, like, Damn. big pawpaws. They look like... Pawpaw's uh
0: kill you if it falls on you out of a tree.
1: They kind of look like elongated plums, but... Okay. And they're purple. They're not purple. They're not. They're oh, green. Okay. Usually, they're kind of fuzzy. I think.
0: All
1: mm. right. I just want to try them because I hear they taste like banana.
0: Mm. Everything tastes like.
1: I love bananas.
0: Somebody posted a, a tweet about how bananas don't taste like fake banana.
1: Banana. That's because that's a. I know this. Gross I know, Michelle. No, I know. I told them. <laughs> it's because that's based off the Gross Michelle, and now we eat the dish. Yeah. The Gross
0: Michelle. The Big <laughs>
1: Michael. It's, wait, fran- it's French for Big Michael, but that's the original banana that went extinct. Yeah, it's, it's not extinct, the, oh, but oh, wait, wait, what's it called? The gross the gros Michelle or Gross the-
0: Michelle? That's what I've always. It's the original <laughs> banana. <That's- laughs> it's, it's, it's French, and in French, it's gros, gross, like large. Gros, and Michelle is Michael in French. Yeah, that. Okay, thank you. I, I suck
1: at French, so Christine
0: took French in high school. <laughs> J'ne parle pas français. Uh yeah that's cool yeah because so now I work at a job. I don't speak French. My current. I hate French. <laughs> my current job's theming is all bananas. So like we have bananas everywhere, and one of the things we have a um, monkey wrench. No. Uh, <laughs> like a bubble gum machine, but it's full of banana runs, and those are uh fake banana flavor. No, they are the original banana.
1: Flavor. That's that's what we're Gross trying to Michelle, say. I had
0: artificial banana is based off of the,
1: the original, original banana, banana yes, that yes. is now extinct. I used to have a banana tree of that original banana because you can still find it in collections. It's just it's so susceptible to the fungus that hmm. people don't grow it. But it, so
0: you used to have it?
1: I had it. I oh, have a friend it. who has it. I know a guy down in Florida who collects <laughs> bananas, and he happened <laughs> to have some in stock, and I bought them Damn. from him. Oh, I
0: love that.
1: So I like I said, I have my friend friends collects bananas. My friends
0: that's so random. That's <laughs> with Christmas hats on my wall. You have a friend who collects bananas. I you have lots it. of friends
1: who do a lot of stuff I, I know I know people for everything at this point. <laughs> but no, it's uh I still have I'm trying to get my friend to give me that banana tree back because she has an offset of it. Mm. And I want to grow it and get it to pop again so I can have another offset because I can't find it anymore. Yeah. And my friend who had it. Doesn't live there anymore, so he doesn't have his bananas, <gasps> <That is> bananas.
0: <laughs> where the friend who has the banana tree is are they where are they at
1: uh over in Moundsview, okay, so they're local.
0: track that banana tree down Moundsview. view. I just sold some spotlights to <laughs> work yeah. Um, you know, before you said that you had a uh, vending machine with the little banana runs in it, uh-huh. I was like, you should get the banana runs and put them in a little tray, candy dish. But then you already. We, we, we do. Half 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 it's, already. And it's at my desk. So I basically just eat the runs all day. Oh. I have to stop myself from doing it. I've, I've gotten better, but that and banana Laffy Taffies, if y'all ever want banana Laffy Taffies,
1: we have a million.
0: That is my second to least favorite flavor of Laffy Taffy. That is my, my favorite, favorite flavor of Laffy <laughs> Taffy, but I
1: cannot eat Laffy Taffy right now. Oh, sure. Sure.
0: Could you place the Laffy Taffy on your tongue and let it dissolve for like five minutes and no. then spit it out? It's not
1: fun. Yeah. Taffy doesn't dissolve well. Okay. It just gets warm.
0: <laughs> my taffy does. Oh, my God. Okay. It's completely off topic because that's what we do. I had a dream about Laffy Taffy the other day. I think I might have like traded somebody a plant in exchange for those like, you know, those long Laffy Taffy ropes that are like this big. Oh, sure. You can get it like the gas station. I got like a whole handful of them and they were like the sour version. And that was what I took in payment for a plant. And I'm just remembering I'm that because we're talking about, I love those dudes. I love, I love how thin they are and how easy they are to eat. Love the flavors. I haven't had one of those in forever. I think I need to go get one. <laughs> yeah. I really liked the, um, those nerd ropes that they used to have, which was, it wasn't taffy, but it was basically, it was like a, a, it was like a little gummy with, yeah. that was covered in nerds. I loved those. They
1: so oh never mind that's something else.
0: Ner- <laughs> As an adult, nerds do not appeal to me. I don't oh, want to no, eat no, tiny no. rocks.
1: Yeah, my husband loves nerds. Still, they're like one of his favorite candies Those and Smarties.
0: The, one of the other problems with nerds is like you can get the the pack and then eat the pink ones, but the minute they mix them all together, there's purple ones I have to pick out. <laughs> God, they don't taste any different. That's what you think. <laughs> I don't eat purple food.
1: This is the weirdest thing about you. You need
0: to go to therapy <laughs> and get that talked no, out. No, that's from when I was like three or four or five or something young. It's it's ingrained in me. It's never going away. I'll never really eat pickles or bacon either. You can blame my sister. Thanks a lot, Kelsey.
1: Growing up, did you ever eat the purple ketchup?
0: Oh, God. They had green ketchup, so I stuck to that. I forced my mom to buy me the purple ketchup. And then when I first tried to put it on my hot dog or whatever it was, I was like, I'm never eating this. And then they just, (laughs) so it just sat in our fridge for like three years. Ours also sat in the fridge for an obscene amount of time until one day. Because it turned brown, it wasn't purple. It was disgusting. I mean, I went to have eaten the purple one anyway, but we did do the green one and it is, it is such a mind fuck. <laughs> so you're like, this is ketchup, but it's green. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like get past that. But as but a kid, you know, who cares? Right. It's a bottle of ketchup. It's not like it was an $8 bottle of ketchup. I can't imagine it was that. Ketchup didn't cost that much back then. Does ketchup cost that much now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you know, okay, uh, again, ketchup is made from plants and we're plant podcast <laughs> talking about tomatoes here, everybody. Um... <laughs> Off-brand ketchup does not taste as good as Heinz 57, and my mom would buy the off-brand I ketchup. I will fight you on that one. You like off-brand ketchup? The Berman's from uh, from Aldi is just Heinz, in my opinion. It okay, tastes okay. exactly the same. But, like, my mom would get the Great Value, which is the Walmart brand. And sure. It just wasn't quite the same. Now that I'm an adult, you know what I fucking spend the extra, like, 35 cents on? Uh, Heinz, Heinz 57. <laughs> Best part about being an adult. Also, I can buy my own fruit roll-ups. Little child made, inside me is so happy.
1: To me the background to plants. Your forbidden gushers are looking good.
0: Oh yeah, what uh, are those? The baby toes?
1: Uh, no, these ones are the Aloe allo- anopsis I
0: don't even remember them my sight.
1: All I, I, all I remember is you call them gushers or forbidden gushers, and I gagged at that.
0: <laughs> Mackie's growing a plant. Sent me a picture, and like, I'm so lost on like a lot of the succulents and stuff. So like, you know, I was like, huh? what do, what do I say to this? And I was like, oh yeah, they look like gushers <laughs> gushers you cannot eat I, much I prefer, love gushers
1: I much prefer gushers to I want to destroy that which is the other response I get from my other friend because she likes to rip things to pieces oh, okay. because it is satisfying to okay, her
0: sure. you either get that or you get the person who's going to put it in their mouth which is Kalen. <laughs>
1: so either way I get a toddler <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're just friends with the juveniles I guess <laughs> You want to wrap it up? Yeah, plant of the week. Since we haven't talked to plants in 20 minutes. We're talking, <laughs> yes. Plants, ketchup, tomatoes. I'm going to grow tomatoes this summer. Ketchup. Do you make your own ketchup? No, I want to make my own pasta sauce, though.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, plant of the week. This is tricky. Every time we record, I have to think of a new plant of the week. It is- yeah.
1: I got one. I came prepared. Ooh. My Euphorbia milii variegata. My yeah, variegated nice. crown of thorns. It's I just repotted it, and it's looking really nice, and it's putting out new leaves. And there's a spider who has a leaf rolled up in a nest inside of it, and he eats my bugs.
0: Oh, very Again. nice. Yeah. I think I'm going to do Ficus petiolaris. Did I do that one yet? It sounds familiar, but it's fine. We talked about it in an episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. I listened to it today. Um, Ficus petiolaris, my rock fig, doing great, living under his Siltek aspect, like doing living his best life, putting out big leaves. Love that guy. Love it. Pink veins. Soft, fuzzy leaves. I just did plant... Oh, I know. God, I'm, I'm in love with two of my Hoyas right now. And I know I've done both of them already as plant of the weeks. So, done, done, done. Which is fine though. So, I'm going to go back to my OG Huskaliana bear Gata mother plant. It is massive as always. Dense. Even more massive. Christine actually sent me a picture of this one. Yeah, it's getting too full. I need to f- think of something. It, it needs a repot. And I think what I'm going to do is this might be weird. It needs to go up to an eight-inch pot, and I might put a second trellis in it so I can like do like a double wrap situation, not up but like across like each globe. other, a globe. Mm-hmm. So you'll have one going. Oh, I could do this that. way and one going this way. That'd be a way of doing it. That could be cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'll show you a picture of Mackie, but it is. I just I'm setting myself up for failure <clears> when it ever does decide to either rot or hate me. But it's just constantly getting wrapped around itself, so it's like this big around right now. Oh, wow. Just vines. Very groovy. Um, yeah, probably like two inches around of just full vines. It's a it's a beast. Good plant. Good plant. So, yeah. Woo! Thanks, everybody. Congratulations, <laughs> all of you plants of the week. Yeah. This Thank a you fun. Make your cat. appearance on our uh, plant podcast. Reminder, follow us on Instagram. Join our Discord. Chat with us. And, you know, we never actually talk about who we are on Instagram. If you want to follow us oh, individually, okay. I, Kaylin... I am up close and plantonal on the Instagram. I, Christine here is the original rough around the hedges, no spaces. Wait, yes spaces. Wait, underscores, underscores, dots. Wait. If you, if you go to our the show's Instagram, I have linked us. I need to link you on it. I'll do that in between episodes. I'll look it up and tell you who Christine is. <laughs> I think it's Christine mm-hmm. is rough around the hedges with periods in between rough around the hedges. Yeah. Cool. And there's no podcast at the end.
1: Yeah. Wee. and and then for me, I'm just naturally dot So naturally, awesome, naturally.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Sweet guys, yeah. If you wanna follow us, um, there's lots of swears and profanity and sometimes dicks on my page. So just PSA.
1: <laughs> Mine's just plants, straight up plants. I have a lot of those too.
0: Need to post more on my Instagram. It's fine. Sweet, sweet. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for another Planty Chat. We will see you back here, same time, same place, next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay rough.